The night's waves proved far more turbulent than expected, mere miles away from their intended destination. As the light of the castle remained visible in the distance just before dusk, the wearied men aboard the vessel yearned for the respite of solid ground beneath their feet. It was at this juncture that they approached the fabled Lorelei Rock, and even under the shroud of night, its presence remained a breathtaking marvel. The captain, momentarily captivated by the rock's allure, gazed upon it for longer than he intended. But then a voice, not just any voice, but a song, the most exquisite melody he had ever heard, graced his ears. Without a second thought, he veered the ship toward the enchanting sound, his senses ensnared, and nothing else seemed to matter. The vessel creaked and groaned in protest as it abruptly changed course, and the crew, alarmed, rushed to the deck, desperately grappling with ropes to regain control and adjust the sails. A dreadful realization swept over the crew as they comprehended their fate. In the nick of time, they witnessed their captain standing precariously on the ship's railing, drawn by the siren's song, before he plunged into the watery depths, just seconds before their ill-fated vessel collided with the unforgiving rock. Welcome to Destination Terror, your passport to the scariest places in the world. From haunted hotels to locations of unexplained creature sightings, we will travel to places that will provide excitement, adventure, and horror. Today we are discussing the Rhine River that runs through Europe, the second longest river in the region, with a history of folklore that is even longer. So if you're into travel and all things scary, listen close and you might just discover your next exciting adventure destination, but hopefully not your final destination. Destination Terror is an EerieCast original podcast hosted by me, Carmen Carrion. If you would like to send us a suggestion or submit a story with your own experience, you can email them to carmencarrion at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Carmen Carrion. If you enjoy the show, please follow and rate Destination Terror on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to help us grow. Also, check out eeriecast.com for more scary podcasts, such as Freaky Folklore, the podcast where together we explore horrifying legends across the world and tell terrifying tales of monsters both ancient and modern. Gottfried had all but given up on life. The winter had been merciless, and both his wife and son had succumbed to the cold and unforgiving winter. It had been a hard year in the region. The spring hadn't yielded enough to sustain them through to the next. He knew he'd have to make the treacherous journey to the castle to beg for help, or he knew he too wouldn't make it to spring. He came across a few people willing to help him along the way, and he was forever grateful for the carts that would allow him to rest his feet, even for a few hours. There were several nights he lay under the stars near his fire that he begged to the gods to let him live, and then there were nights that he begged they would send a bakav to end him while he slept and out him of his misery. Gottfried wasn't much of a hunter, but he had managed to trap a few small rodents that dared to venture out in the cold. He was starving by the time he reached the castle perched atop the hill, but the mercy he thought he had found there was unfounded. 
He watched and waited for the right time. He thought he could intercept one of the carts long enough to grab a bite, anything to fill the hole in his belly. He waited. The sun was starting to go down, and he could see a cart approaching in the distance. There was a small grove of trees at the bottom of the hill that he thought would provide coverage in order to get onto the cart. He was counting his blessings that the cart was moving at a slower pace than most, assuming the horses were getting tired from the journey. And as luck would have it, the back of the cart had a small step and an opening that he could hop onto and into the cart. His movements were swift and stealthy. He was careful while moving about in the cart. He knew he'd have to grab what he could and get out before there were no more trees to hide his escape. The cart was full of bread, lots and lots of bread. He filled his satchel and pockets as fast as he could while shoving some into his mouth and taking a bite. It was the first bite of food he had consumed in days. He turned onto his heels only to come face to face with a young boy. He must have been sitting in the back corner and had gone unnoticed in the shadows when Gottfried had entered. He froze. He knew if the child alerted the driver of his presence, he would be seized. He placed his finger over his mouth full of bread, shushing the child with pleading eyes. The boy didn't move or speak as he pressed past him and out of the opening in the back of the wagon. The child startled him so much, he didn't realize the cart had come to a halt at the castle gate. He was immediately surrounded by the same men that had turned him away earlier. Only this time there was fire in their eyes. They grabbed him before he even had a chance to flee. He begged for forgiveness to no avail. They cared not. He was a thief and would be treated as one. Gottfried had never been in a castle, much less in the underbelly of one. It was dark and horrifying. He couldn't determine what was worse, the cold or the darkness, the smell or the painful screams coming from the others locked in there. The nightmares were unending, and there were many days he couldn't tell the difference in reality and his dreams. He feared he was actually losing his mind. The hair on the back of his neck stood on end when he saw a shadow with red glowing eyes stride gracefully up to the cell next to him. He told himself he was dreaming. The shadow walked right through the bars, like they weren't even there. The man that had been cowering in the corner hadn't made a sound until that moment. When he saw the shadow, the man screamed. The shadow jerked the man to his feet and seemed to suck his soul straight from his body. Gottfried closed his eyes and curled into a ball, rocking back and forth. He kept repeating to himself, It's just a dream. It's just a dream. Too afraid to look back up again, he fell asleep curled in the corner. When he woke the next morning and had the nerve to look up to reassure himself that it was just a dream, he found an empty cell. He knew he would die here, though he wasn't sure the manner of his death. Would it be the shadow with red eyes or at the hands of one of the guards? They too were ruthless and could cut him down just for the fun of it, like they had done to so many others while he watched in horror. During one of these vicious attacks, a dagger had been flung across the floor and into his cell. He grabbed it and hid it with what remained of his tattered clothing. He didn't intend to use it, unless he had to in order to protect himself. Weeks had to have gone by at this point. He wondered if the guards had forgotten why he was there, or if they just intended for him to rot there. 
He regretted ever leaving his home for this place. He should have just let the winter kill him slowly. It would have been a more merciful death than this. He pulled the dagger from his sleeve and carved his name deep into the stone. This place would be his tomb, but at least they would know his name. He would leave his mark on the world. Then he turned the dagger on himself, and with one quick sweep of the blade, opened up his throat, spilling his blood onto the rock. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. What is horror to you? Monsters? Murder? Mystery? Well, if human monsters are your thing, June's Journey is the game for you, albeit in a more lighthearted tone. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer. Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. When not hunting for clues, you can customize your own luxurious estate island with gardens, buildings, and decor. Or chat and play with or against other players too in the Detective Club, where you could even put your skills to the test in the Detective League. June's journey is both relaxing and fun to play with my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. The Rhine River, winding its way through Western Europe for over 760 miles, has long been a source of fascination, inspiration, and myth. This majestic waterway has played a pivotal role in the history and culture of the region, giving rise to a rich tapestry of folklore that has endured for centuries. In this exploration of the folklore of the Rhine River, we will delve into the myths, legends, and mysteries that have shaped the collective imagination of the people who live along its banks. The Rhine River is a major European river that starts in the Swiss Alps and forms borders between Switzerland, Liechtenstein, Austria, and Germany. It then flows north through the German Rhineland and finally west into the Netherlands, where it empties into the North Sea. It covers a large area and got its name from the Celtic word Rhinos. The Rhine is the second longest river in Central and Western Europe, measuring about 1,230 kilometers or 760 miles in length with an average discharge of around 2,900 cubic meters per second. Throughout history, the Rhine has played a crucial role as a navigable waterway for trade and transportation. Many castles and defenses built along its banks reflect its importance, especially during the Holy Roman Empire. The origins of the Rhine River folklore can be traced back to ancient times, when the river was inhabited by various Celtic and Germanic tribes. These early cultures regarded the river as sacred and imbued it with spiritual significance. The Celts in particular believed that the river was a conduit between the world of the living and the world of the dead. They saw in its waters a mystical source of wisdom and power. The Lorelei Rock Formation is one of the most sought-after destinations along the vast expanse of the Rhine. 
It has been linked to numerous legends over the centuries. The rock stands at an impressive 433 feet above the water level and is situated on the left bank of the river in Germany. One of the most enduring legends is the tale of Lorelei, a beautiful water nymph said to have lived on the treacherous rock formation overlooking the Rhine. Its origins can be traced back to the early 19th century, during the Romantic era, when the fascination with nature, the supernatural, and mysterious stories was at its height. The earliest written reference to the Lorelei legend can be found in the works of German poets and writers. Clemens Brentano, a German poet and novelist, introduced the character of Lorelei in his 1801 ballad titled Zu Bacharach am Rhein, which means at Bacharach on the Rhine. In this ballad, Lorelei is depicted as a beautiful woman who lures sailors to their doom with her enchanted singing. However, it's important to note that Brentano's Lorelei is not yet associated with the specific location of the Lorelei Rock. That would come later. The legend gained widespread popularity through the poetry of Heinrich Heine, a renowned German Romantic poet. In his 1824 poem, Die Lorelei, Heine brought Lorelei and the Lorelei Rock to the forefront of the Rhine folklore. In Heine's version, Lorelei is a siren-like figure who sits upon the steep cliff known as the Lorelei Rock, overlooking the Rhine River. Heine's Lorelei is portrayed as a mesmerizing temptress whose beautiful songs lure sailors to their doom. The poem captures the essence of romanticism, emphasizing the sublime power of nature and the allure of the mysterious and otherworldly. Heine's vivid portrayal of Lorelei and her deadly song struck a chord with readers and became an integral part of the legend. His poem not only popularized the legend, but also inspired countless adaptations in literature, music, and art. Composers created musical compositions based on the Lorelei theme, further embedding it in culture consciousness. Lorelei was rumored to embody various personas, including that of a beautiful mermaid, a seductive siren, a nymph, and a water spirit. There was some debate about her hair color, which was said to glow golden or sometimes even appear as copper red. But in general, it was described as eye-catching and bright. The mythology surrounding Lorelei served as a captivating source of inspiration for composers, painters, poets, and drama enthusiasts who sought to interpret the fable in their own unique ways. Her tale depicted her dwelling in the depths of the river, where she would sing entrancing songs in the evening while perched on her rock. The powerful currents and a small waterfall nearby created a murmuring sound earning the rock its nickname as the Murmuring Rock and enhancing the echo, which acted as an amplifier for the mermaid's enchanting voice. Those who heard her beautiful melodies easily fell under her spell, losing track of time and their surroundings until their vessels tragically crashed, with the men often meeting a watery demise. Lorelei was indeed an immortal creature, but she too fell victim to love in Germany. One fateful day, she fell in love with a fisherman who reciprocated her feelings, sparking a passionate romance that lasted for several weeks. Lorelei also assisted the man with his fishing endeavors. However, her world would shatter when she learned of another young woman who had taken a liking to the handsome fisherman, igniting her jealousy. Consumed by this jealousy, she snatched her lover and swiftly pulled him into her underwater palace where he drowned 
as she compelled him to stay with her for eternity. This act left an unfillable void within her, and she continued her singing, luring countless men to their doom. Then, a man named Count Ludwig, the son of the powerful Prince Palatine, heard tales of her and ventured to see her with his own eyes. Like those before him, he fell into a trance, losing everything, including his life. When his father discovered the tragedy, he resolved to put an end to Lorelei's malevolent games. Even when she found herself surrounded by the prince's army, she remained unafraid, believing that her own father would protect her from harm. Consequently, she dropped the pearls that adorned her neck into the depths of the water, awaiting a chariot to transport her away. When it arrived, it carried her out into the deep sea, where she disappeared, never to be seen again. Rumor has it that a distant murmur of her song can still be heard on her rock, a haunting reminder of her tragic legend. The Romantic era in Europe, which spanned the late 18th to mid-19th centuries, was marked by a deep appreciation for nature and the supernatural. The Rhine River with its scenic landscape and historical castles became a focal point for Romantic poets and artists. The Lorelei legend fit perfectly into the artistic movement as it combined elements of natural beauty, the mystical, and the tragic. The Rhine River winding its way through Germany is adorned with a plethora of majestic castles that perch on its banks. These historic fortifications not only provide stunning vistas, but also tell tales of medieval splendor, warfare, and European history. There are many notable castles that grace the Rhine's picturesque shores that have survived the test of time. Elts Castle, nestled in a lush, forested valley near the town of Worsham, is a fairy tale like fortress that has remained in the same family for over 850 years. Its well-preserved medieval architecture, complete with turrets and spires, makes it one of Germany's most iconic castles. Elts Castle sits atop a steep rock overlooking Elsbach River, offering visitors a glimpse into the past. The 15th Count of Elts had a daughter named Agnes, who grew up alongside her brothers, relishing her role as a knight and shunning the conventional attire of beautiful dresses. She possessed a strong-willed spirit. In keeping with the customs of the time and to consolidate the family's standing, her father promised her hand in marriage to the Knight of Bronzeburg. However, upon meeting her intended groom, Agnes found him uninteresting and distant, prompting her to dismiss him from her thoughts. Several years later, he was invited to a grand festival held at the castle in anticipation of their impending marriage. Throughout the festivities, Agnes continued to avoid Bronzeburg until he could no longer tolerate her indifference. In a moment of frustration, he seized her and compelled her onto the dance floor, where he kissed her, Agnes responding swiftly by delivering a resounding slap to his face. Humiliated and incensed, the knight cast his gloves at the feet of the Elts family and stormed out of the castle. Fearing the knight's return and expecting retaliation for the affront Agnes had shown him, the family anxiously awaited his revenge ready to defend both their castle and Agnes. However, as the months pass, with no sign of Bronzeburg, the men of the family began to relax and embarked on a three-day hunting excursion. On that very night, knights under Bronzeburg's command 
launched a surprise assault on the castle, overcoming the guardsmen and infiltrating the stronghold. Unwilling to passively witness her home under attack, Agnes donned her brother's armor and ventured out to confront the intruders. She came face to face with Knight Bronzeberg and initiated an attack. Oblivious to Agnes's identity, beneath the armor, he fought back fiercely, ultimately delivering a fatal blow to her chest. As she collapsed and drew her last breath, Bronzeberg raised the visor on her helmet, realizing the tragedy he had unwittingly wrought. Consumed by guilt and sorrow, he fled the castle, vanishing from sight forever. The most haunted room within Berg Eltz is the Countess Room, which once belonged to Agnes. Her armor worn during her fateful confrontation and her battle axe still rest within this room. Castle staff have reported eerie occurrences, including lights flickering on and off and locked doors mysteriously opening in the dead of night. There are also accounts of a phantom knight on horseback, sometimes spotted at the castle gate. Some speculate that it could be the Knight Bronzeberg, returning to seek forgiveness from Agnes for the tragedy that forever binds their spirits to Berg Eltz. Marksburg Castle, perched high above the town of Brobach, is the only hilltop castle on the Middle Rhine that has never been destroyed. Its imposing presence and well-preserved medieval structures make it an excellent example of a fortified castle. It also houses a museum where visitors can explore the history of castles and medieval life. Berg Rheinfels, located in St. Gore, was once the largest fortress on the Rhine River. Today it's a picturesque ruin that offers panoramic views of the river and the surrounding countryside. The castle has a storied history and played a significant role in various conflicts, including the Nine Years' War. Berg Stalek, rising above the town of Bacharach, built around 1000 AD, is a well-preserved castle that now serves as a youth hostel. Its hillside location provides stunning views of the Rhine Valley, and it's an excellent place to experience a taste of the castle life. These castles, among many others, form a captivating tapestry of history and architecture along the banks of the Rhine River. Exploring them allow visitors to step back in time and imagine the tales of knights and nobles and battles that once played out in these stunning settings. One can readily affirm that the 760-mile stretch of the Rhine River offers an immersive journey into history, mythology, legends, art, and architecture. From the imposing castles that dot its banks to the ethereal tales of mythical beings and the legends woven into the river's very waters, the Rhine region is a treasure trove of captivating narratives. Should you embark on an exploration of the Rhine, bear in mind that around every bend and beneath every ripple, there awaits a story, a myth, or a legend to captivate your imagination. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Amelia and James had been married for a decade, a milestone they wished to celebrate on an epic adventure. They had been planning and looking forward to this trip for the past two years. They would spend two weeks traveling down the Rhine River in Germany, visiting as many sites along the route as possible. They both shared a profound love for history and all the things that go bump in the night. History would be dull without legends and lore. They were drawn to the allure of the historic castles, picturesque landscapes, and the rich tapestry of the legends that enveloped the river. Little did they know that their idyllic journey would soon descend into a nightmarish tale of terror. Their voyage began in the charming little town of Koblenz. The city was breathtaking. It felt like taking a step back in time to another world. While America has its beauty, this is something entirely different. The buildings and architecture date back over a thousand years. They were in heaven, walking down the streets, taking it all in. There were no words to describe the beauty. So they walked for a long time before speaking. Amelia sighed heavily and said, We have a tour at the castle soon, and I don't want to miss it. Also, I don't want to ever leave here. She was smiling like a kid from ear to ear. James just smiled and nodded in agreement. When they pulled up in front of the Marksburg Castle, Amelia could barely contain her excitement. This was one of the top sites that she wanted to visit on their trip. Look at it, James. It's beautiful. I think I would make a good queen. Can you buy me this castle for our anniversary? James laughed and said, You would make a perfect queen, honey, but I think the castle is a little out of our price range. They bantered back and forth with lighthearted jokes about how awful they would be as royals and how hard it would be to dust the entire castle. They checked in with the guide and started exploring the castle. Each room turned out to be more exciting than the next. The walls seemed to tell their very own stories beyond the facts that the guide had been providing. Amelia felt a cold breeze coming from the hallway to her left. She stopped and couldn't peel her eyes away from the dark hall. What's that way? She asked the guide. Ah, that takes you down to the dungeons. That will be our next stop, he said with a mischievous grin and continued walking. Amelia whispered to James, Do you feel that breeze? No, James replied. She shrugged it off and moved closer to the others on the tour, though she was quite reluctant to take her eyes off the hallway. The guide went on to tell the story of a knight whose spirit still dwells within the castle. Legend has it that this ghostly presence was a former knight who had perished in a bloody battle, fought within the castle's very walls. His restless spirit is said to still roam the darkened corridors, forever bound to the castle, where he met his tragic end. He continued, Many that have come before you claim they've had encounters with the spirit, from the faint sounds of clanking armor or the sound of a sword being unsheathed. Others have reported a shadow figure, clad in ancient armor roaming the halls. Amelia's heart rate picked up. This is what she came for. She wanted to experience the darker side of the castle and the spirits that dwelled within. They turned to head down for the dungeons, and she could have sworn she saw a shadow moving down the hall. Of course, she knew it had to be a coincidence, but she couldn't help but wonder. Traveling into the depths of the dungeon below, 
Amelia couldn't begin to fathom the untold horrors that had likely taken place here. It chilled her to the bone. James found it equally as thrilling as Amelia did. The dungeon was magnificent in a haunting way. They lingered behind the group to get a closer look into a few of the cells. Amelia heard what sounded like scraping coming from the cell in the corner. Curious, she had to investigate. Using the light from her cell phone, she lit up the tiny cell. It was hardly big enough for one person. They both stood in the cell trying to imagine what it would have been like in there for a prisoner. They didn't find the source of the noise, but Amelia did find what looked like a name carved into the wall. James looked closer and spelled it out. Gottfried. The castle tour had been everything they had expected and then some. The next morning, they boarded the river cruise that they'd spend the next week exploring the Rhine River and all the castles and sites along the way. They stopped in Oberwiesel to dock for the next day's adventure. James had set up a surprise for Amelia at the dock. He had rented a small boat for them to have dinner on, on the river, just the two of them, for their actual anniversary. They boarded and set out onto the river. The current was stronger than James had anticipated, but he pushed through. He was hoping to get far enough away from prying eyes that they could eat dinner in peace. Their boat, aptly named Eternal Love, was a sanctuary of solitude, drifting peacefully toward the infamous Lorelei Rock. They had done their research. They knew the legends surrounding the rock. That's why James had chosen this location for the surprise. As they savored their dinner, though their eyes remained fixed on the looming silhouette of Lorelei Rock in the distance, the legends that shrouded the place intrigued and unsettled them in equal measure. But the allure of adventure had drawn them closer to the fabled landmark. The evening was serene, the gentle lapping of the river against the boat's hull, the only sound to break the stillness. A soft breeze stirred Amelia's hair as she gazed into James' eyes a decade of love and memories passing between them. This moment, they thought, would be etched into their souls forever. As the boat inched closer to Lorelei Rock, the atmosphere took on a palpable sense of anticipation. The legend spoke of a siren, Lorelei, whose enchanting song had lured sailors to their doom. James and Amelia exchanged knowing glances their curiosity tinged with unease. Suddenly, as if summoned by the river itself, a haunting melody floated on the air. A melody so beautiful and melancholic that it seemed to touch the depths of their hearts. Entranced, they leaned closer to the boat's edge, unable to resist the siren's call. Amelia hadn't considered that the legend would be more than misadventures by unlucky seamen. But the closer she moved her body towards the water, the more she realized how very wrong she was. The melody grew more intoxicating with each passing moment, beckoning them toward the treacherous rocks. They knew the legends. Lorelei's song could be a harbinger of death, but they were powerless to pull away. Their fingers brushed the cold, unforgiving water as the boat's course drifted closer to the jagged rocks. What Amelia witnessed next was beyond anything she had ever encountered in literature or lore. It was at this moment that the dreadful truth dawned upon her. 
There were no survivors to recount this part of the harrowing tale. Beneath the water's surface, an unfathomable horror unfurled before her eyes. It was a sight that defied description. A multitude of anguished, pallid faces, their mouths open in eternal screams. These were the souls, the countless victims who had met their fate at the hands of Lorelei, forever trapped in a haunting purgatory. And Amelia realized, with a shiver of dread, that she too would join their tormented ranks. Amelia and James exchanged one last meaningful gaze, just moments before their boat met Lorelei Rock with a shattering collision, shattering into countless fragments. Amid the ensuing chaos, their souls were torn from their earthly vessels and became one with the very essence of the river they had once admired. Thank you for joining us to explore the Rhine River and its spooky folklore. Be sure to join us again next week for another terrific destination. I'm Carmen Carrion. Remember, you can send me suggestions and stories of haunted places to my email, carmencarrion at gmail.com, or follow me on Twitter at Carmen Carrion. Be sure to check out eeriecast.com for more terrifying podcasts, such as Freaky Folklore, also hosted by me. Until next time, be safe out there, until I see you at our next destination.